Hey, it's Todd Duncan. If you know me at all, you know that I'm passionate about watching lives get transformed. That's why I started High Trust Coaching. High Trust Coaching is designed to give you the business and the life of your dreams. I just got a text yesterday from a gal that's been in coaching, and she went from $7 million in volume to $194 million in volume and actually works less hours per week now than she did prior to coaching. Whatever your dreams are, whatever your goals are, go to the show notes below. Just click on having a free coaching consultation with somebody from my team and let's see what we can do to help you have your best business and your best life. Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to High Trust Coaching Live. I am Hope Foreman. I'm the divisional president of High Trust Coaching, and I have with me our CEO and founder of High Trust, Todd Duncan. Good morning, Mr. Todd. Good morning, Hope, and good morning, all of our High Trust members. Good to be with you on this fine Wednesday morning. Yes, absolutely. We're so excited to have you, Todd. So thank you so much for making the time in your schedule. So today we're going to be going through and reviewing Todd's latest ebook. The Five Irrefutable Principles of High-Performance Mortgage Professionals and Real Estate Practices. And we're also going to do a deep dive on principle number one. But before we do that, Todd, you know, I just had to ask you this question as I was reviewing everything last night. And you are a New York Times bestselling author many times over. You have, you know, presented many, many works of art and you you have provided the five principles, which is yet another amazing work of art via ebook. What motivated you to make this available to everyone? And what motivated you to write the five principles? Um, so, so a couple things, Hope. And, and again, thanks for, uh, thanks for all the work you do to help high trust coaching be uh, the resource and the platform that it has become. I think for me, um, if, if everybody can appreciate this for a moment, um, I closed just shy of 6,000 loans in 11 years. And one of the uh, initial conversations I had when I was 23 was with a mentor of mine that basically kind of set up this thought that principles matter. Principles are, <clears throat> are laws of, of, of output. And, and there's, there's principles that are just um, never, ever, ever to be altered. They are as true the day that they were birthed as they are the day they are first seen. And when I thought back to, you know, what can we do in 2021 as the market transitions? What could we do to help lenders and and their business partners, agents, builders, other business partners really uh, engage in deep and unique and and profound ways? Um, What if I put out a piece of work that would speak to both of those groups? And, And in a way that nobody could argue with the principles. So why five? Five, because in interviewing over 10,000 high-performing realtors and lenders, these are the five that make the greatest hockey stick improvement in performance, profitability, productivity, impact. And you don't need more than five. There might be a thousand or 2000 different ways you might execute one of the five. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know the principle, the method 
is risky. If you know the principle, then the method has a high opportunity for a return. So I, uh, I started writing One Day Hope and it just, it kept flowing and it kept flowing and it kept flowing and it kept flowing. And the reason I named it for high performance mortgage and real estate practices is I think about 99% of lenders in America and about 99% of realtors in America do not have an appreciation for what a really principle centered partnership looks like. So we did it. It's out and, uh, and it's a great gift. And I'm excited that uh, everybody gets a chance to go through it. And um, yeah, so that's the motivation behind it. Yeah, well, thank you, Todd. And you know, and and that's so very, very true. And and as I was reading it the first time, um, I, it it came to mind that it's not so much in the way that you do business; it's the principles. That if you stay focused on those principles and stay dialed into those, and that becomes your filter for everything, it, it actually kind of gets kind of easy. It's simplified. It's absolutely simplified. Yeah. yeah. And and I don't mean to sound. Um, a little bit curt here, but if you follow the five principles, you literally can take that to the bank. Yeah. And that's kind of the double entendre on why we even wrote it, you know, that it is the platform through which and on which every person in mortgage and real estate mm -hmm. can scale their volume, their value, their revenue, and their life experience in ways unimaginable. And so you just got to follow the principles. And it's so, it's so cool. It's like, okay, this is a principle. It's yeah. never going to change. Yeah. How do I apply it to my life? And how, how do I apply, I apply it to my life? life? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, and speaking of that, I just have to mention, you talked about uh, a loan originator, Jake, um, who had immersed himself over the last couple of years in these five principles. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, you know, I, I want to make sure that everybody that's watching this understands that when we talk about money, um, we're not talking about money from a shallow kind of expectational point of view. I, I don't want anybody to ever think that I'm talking about making money from that position. What I'm actually doing is as far to the other side as you can go. And that is how much money can you make in as little time as possible by executing an off the charts client experience and being efficient? And if you, if you understand what I just said, we are trading every day, every minute, every second of our life, we are trading the gift of life force to a business. And we are working in that business. And when you start to understand that most people work in the business wrongly, I'm just gonna say that as straight up as I can, wrongly, you can then begin to tie to them the opportunity cost that is lost. So in Jake Wade's experience, he um, came into the high trust ecosystem and the year that he came in was just three years ago. And in that year he made $188,000. Yeah. And it wasn't that that's bad income. In fact, that is great income. But when he started getting exposed to the high trust sales Academy and, you know, the high trust today coaching platform and, and in uh, working with me and, and sending me kind of uh, goals that he had on how he was going to improve, it was magical hope to see that that year that he made 188000 the following year, which would have been 2019, he made $418,000. And last year in 2020, he made $1,026,000 by October 1st. 
And wow. you think about that and, you know, he's just like you and me. He's just like mm-hmm. any of our coaching members. He's a guy, he's a dad, he's a husband. You could be a, you know, a gal and a mom and a, and a wife. It doesn't matter. But what he decided to do was organize his business around the principles. Mm-hmm. And anybody watching this right now, I, I, I challenge you to say that would not be a good thing to get a $900,000 raise in 36 months. I don't think anybody would say, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. And he told me just two weeks ago that he is now taking Fridays off every every weekend and that he has uh, scheduled uh, a work week that is on average uh, just about 11 hours less than it was last year. And he's forecast to make a million eight this year just by following these principles. I love that. That's a measurement, right? So the money, the the money and the income is a measurement in the same way that we measure our hourly rate at coaching, right? It it, it is a measurement. Well, it's yeah. Yeah. And so when you think about, when you think about earning money, Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you have to understand, everybody has to understand that you have to measure that in sound bites. And that's where most people don't really, really get what does that mean? So let, let me be really clear with everybody. Principle number one. So there's five principles, right? You yeah. can download the ebook. You just go to toddduncan.com forward slash coaching, scroll down a little bit. You'll see the, the resources there and you'll see this ebook and you can download the ebook. When you go through the five principles, they are founded upon each of the previous principles. So we have to start with one principle, and that principle is everything can be improved. Yes. That's the principle. And there's not a person, myself included, and, and every everybody watching this, you, you can't argue with that. It is true. And no matter how good something is, it can also be improved. Mm-hmm. And so when you have the mindset of improvement and you have the, the understanding that um, it is much easier to improve something a little bit consistently over time than it is to try to improve something a lot in a short period of time. And I think that's one of the things about the idea that everything can be improved that people need to get their heads around. We don't think enough in this business about the microseconds that aggregate up to an entire day. And I know that that may sound like a really tough kind of grasp for a lot of people, but I always reflect back on that movie with, uh, with, uh, you know, the pursuit of happiness with Will Smith and Mm -hmm. uh, kind of profiling the career of Chris Gardner. And in that movie clip, there's a section where um, the role being played by Will Smith says, I found out by not doing this, that I saved eight minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And you look at that and you go eight minutes a day for about 99% of the people uh, that are in business and, and many that may be watching this today. We don't think in those sound bites. We don't think that eight minutes a day matters. And certainly if we get to 80 minutes a day that's wasted, you start to feel that. But the 80 minutes ironically comes from ignoring the four different things that are taking you know, eight to 10 to 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so when, when you back away a little bit and you go, okay, everything can be improved. Yes. Then what you want to do is you want to say, okay, if eight minutes a day, five days a week for 260 work days a year creates 41 hours of time. If I'm showing property as a real estate agent, if I'm listing property with a seller as a real estate agent, if I'm working with a borrower as a, as a mortgage professional, however you want to look at it, mm-hmm. 41 hours a month 
in on the lending side is mm -hmm. 80 borrower consultations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so what are the eight minute modules? What are the five minute allocations of time? And it's not so much that we want everybody to be obsessed with this, but the principle works both ways. Everything could be improved and everything ignored gets worse. Yeah. And, you know, Todd, one, it's one of the things that you talked about in, in, in that first principle is you talked about the idea of asking ourselves, what, why would I spend three hours showing a property when I can do it in one? Why would I do a borrower consultation in one hour that I could do even better and maybe more proactively and productively in, in a half hour? So could you expound a little bit more about that? Well, I think, I think everybody needs to understand that if everything can get better, the question that you have to ask yourself, if 10 is world-class uh -huh. and you understand that if I'm at world-class, I'm able to do things better and normally faster, where are you not at world-class? And it's, it's an okay, in fact, it's a mandate to have those kinds of honest conversations with yourself. If you're not good at something and you realize you're taking far too much time to do it, or even if you've gotten good at it, but it's not your highest and best use, you have to calculate the exchange between time and money. And the biggest exchange rate that we all have to get our heads around is our life into labor mm -hmm. and our money out of that labor. And okay. so the chief opportunity is to figure out if I'm averaging 45 minutes in a borrower consultation, what would I have to do in six months to scale that down to 30? I mean, that's just, that's, that's how the principle would work. We were able to, and these are, these are days way past uh, today, right? 20, yeah. 25 years ago, we were able to um, actually save 17 minutes of borrower consultation by making sure that all the documentation was into our office at least 24 hours before we sat down with the borrowers because we realized if we had every document we needed prior to that consultation, we didn't have to go through figuring out what documents weren't ready and which documents were and spending that time doing that. Linda Davidson, who's one of our, our great friends and helps me every year with Sales Mastery, um, she originally took this idea and she said, you know, I'm spending like 15 minutes every borrower consultation answering the same questions. The borrowers are different, but they all have the same questions. Right. And I said, how, how good are you at answering those questions? She said, I'm really good at it. And I said, well, how long does it take? And she said, 15 <laughs> minutes of consultation. And I said, are the questions usually the same? And she said, yes. So then I said, why don't you do this? Hire, hire a film crew, bring them in, answer all 10 of the questions in a highly valuable and well done video, send that video link out to the borrower before they come to the consultation so that all their questions are answered. Right. And it was yeah. like, woo, because now what she did is she ended up providing on average about five blocks of 15 minutes more per day because she didn't have to do the things that she realized she could improve and the borrower experience got better because mm -hmm. they didn't have to worry about unanswered questions. And so she added two to three consultations a day and two to three consultations a day is 10 to 15 a week. And that is 40 to what 65 and yes. in a month. Uh -huh. Talk about a million dollar decision. So that's the mindset people have when mm -hmm. they start thinking, 
I got to get better at. And the, the fixed thing is time, right? You know, yeah. we're all familiar with the hourglass. The yes. fixed thing is the time. You're never going to be able to change this. You've got to be able to excise out of that time the most important things that allow you to improve the exchange rate. And the exchange rate is labor in, money out, period. And that's why I hope we have so much fun in coaching, measuring yeah. hourly rate. I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say that. If you, wanna, if you wanna talk about something that should be measured, you should measure hourly rate every time you get paid. And you should have the mindset every day that you're going through that is here's my filter. Is what I'm doing earning and whatever your goal is, thousand dollars an hour, five hundred dollars an hour. We got people in our elite group that are making three thousand dollars an hour. Whatever your goal is, mm -hmm. it's are you getting there because you're improving how you do things? And it's so interesting, Hope, that even the idea behind hourly rate can always be improved. Even if it's just by a dollar in a two-week period of time, I went from $500 to $501. Well, <laughs> I'm improving. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. so, and this principle is never going to go anywhere. No. The, the, the better you get at business, the better business gets for you. And that's the idea behind everything can be improved. Exactly. You can still apply this off the job too, right? Right. Absolutely. And, you know, it's just, I was talking to one of our master level coaching members last week and we were moving into our second year of coaching. So we, um, we were, you know, redoing all this metrics and we tracked his hourly rate for, you know, for, for January. And I, you know, in our cooking program, I can toggle between last year and this year. So I toggled and I said, I think that he, he, I, he, I asked him, I said, do you know what your hourly rate was in January, 2020? And he said, no. And I told him and he, he and then I told him, you know, what, where we were today, January, same time next year, four times, four times, Todd. And and he did this in 2020 in a year of high volume and, you know, lower capacity and so on and so forth. He embraced this and he was able to actually quadruple his annual in his, his hourly rate in one year and in a year that was probably one of the most challenging years in our career. Yeah. Yeah. And I think everybody, the, the big idea here, you guys, and, and, um, you know, the gift of this ebook to you, if you don't have it is us to you saying there's a better way. That's the yes. gift. Yes. And then when you think about what hope asked at the very start of our conversation, it really has to become a filter through which you run every observation. Ben Franklin said, the eyes of a master, eyes, will do more than both of his hands. Okay, so hands is labor, eyes is thinking and overseeing and observing. Okay. So far too often what mortgage professionals and real estate professionals and business professionals do is they put the labor in. They're working hard, but they're not working through the filter of, is this giving me the ROI I need and whatever that labor is, am I doing it better and better or is my team doing it better and better? And it forces a very important question. And I want to, I want to say this and I want to say it from a position of just fact. I, there's no, there's no ego in this. There's no pride in this. It's just because I had the good fortune of running into somebody when I was 23, brand new in the business that talked to me about principles Yes. So I had a real estate agent that I did business with and the idea that everything could be improved was I want to talk to hundred percent of our borrowers. 
Mm-hmm. Not the ones that, you know, are, are ready to go. Not the ones that don't have a lender, not the ones that aren't pre-approved. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to all of them. I want to talk to hundred percent of our borrowers. And by having that construct put together, we were able to get four times more business from one agent mm-hmm. versus going to four new agents to get one fourth of the business each. Mm-hmm. And to put it in perspective, why would I work with 10 agents to close two and a half million dollars a month when I could work with one agent to close two and a half million dollars a month. And so what Debbie and I did for three and a half years, I funded $72 million in volume with an average purchase price, average loan amount, excuse me, of $81,000. And no, seriously, and there's people today in 2021 that last year didn't close $25 million with 10 agents Mm -hmm. or 15. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, what if I got so clear on everything could be improved that I could do in two hours what most people take eight hours to get done? Mm-hmm. Or instead of working for 30 years, what if I was so good at this, I got all those results in 12 and a half years? <laughs> you know, and those are the, that's the way that this article is set up for you guys to think through. And then the book version you know, which came alive in, in this <clears throat> kind of this interaction with the public is this is your playbook. If you follow these five principles for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, your business is going to explode. Your joy is going to explode. Your bank accounts are going to explode. You're going to have, uh, it's, it's just mind blowing. It's mind blowing. And you hope you know this when we watch I our do. coaching members report new high watermarks on revenue per hour, it's ecstatic. Yes, it is. It, it, you know, it absolutely is. And, and the thing is, is that th- that entire year we were, we were measuring it every month and it was the needle was just moving. It's like you were talking about earlier, the one dollar that this just kept moving and moving and moving and to where we had lost sight of, you know, January 2020. We had lost sight of it. We were just moving forward. And then when we did a, you know, a quick look back, we had quadrupled it. Yeah. You know? And he had, I will say he had, he did the work he implemented um, he dialed it in. So, so on, based on that, let me just say this to uh-huh. everybody. I want you to, I want you to own this. Um, the reason why principle number one is everything can be improved is to Hope's point. We have to keep our eye on the ball on what we're improving. And I'll give you an example that shows 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 you the the importance of this. So, I'm a I'm a private pilot. If I'm going to fly a hundred miles. Mm-hmm. And I realize that I've got a, a crosswind <clears throat> component, and um, you know I've got a, a, a challenge with my my heading in terms of wind and things like that. If I lose my heading by a degree per mile, I am a hundred degrees off of my final de- destiny, my destination, because I didn't make the changes as I went along. And we find out that at the end, if I don't make the changes faster, if I don't make the changes when they are smaller, it's so much easier to correct your heading in an airplane by one degree Mm -hmm. than it is 100 degrees. So you got to keep your eye on things. Otherwise, it can go south on you, which is where I find most mortgage and real estate people is they work so hard and they Mm -hmm. get I mean, they get high fives for working so hard, but they're off course Mm -hmm. or 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 
they fall into the vacuum that everybody fell into last year, which was just refis. And you and I both know we have coaching members that decided not to do refis, except if refis were for core clients because mm -hmm. they wanted to stay purposeful and on track. Mm -hmm. So anything, 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 anything can be improved. You can, you can, um, you could ask 80% less questions in a realtor interview and accelerate the performance of yes by 80%. It's not how many questions you ask. It's like, am I measuring which questions actually get somebody to smile and go, wow, that's the mindset behind this first principle. Right. You know, and, and it's, um, and it's uh, interesting. I was thinking about, you know, your teaching points. And I was also thinking about the, the questions, Todd, that you ask, you know, and what's one of the things that the ebook does is it tells you the why and the how and how to implement it. But then, Todd, you're giving us some questions to reflect on and to talk about and think about. And one of those questions at the end of principle number one is, do you have goals you want to attain but have not? Can you start walking us through a little bit of, so we can have a little bit of a takeaway um, from this session? Well, you know, it's, it's an obvious question, um, hopefully. And uh, the idea that are there goals that you have that you haven't attained? And the answer is going to be yes. I have goals right now that that I've not attained. It doesn't mean I'm behind. It doesn't mean I'm off. It doesn't mean I've given up, just like it doesn't mean that for you. But there needs to be an understanding that pure labor to get something done is not smart. Um, if I wanted to, by way of example, you know, develop a more muscular physique, I can go into a gym, pay the monthly fee mm -hmm. and push as many weights as I can. Mm -hmm. But if I don't understand how lifting weights impacts the muscle groups that need to be impacted and that there's even a better way to lift. If I don't understand that, then I'm going to be spending money. I'm going to be spending time. I'm going to be, quote, working out, but I'm not going to get my goal done because I'm not working out the right way. And I'm not an expert in bodybuilding, and that is certainly not the intent here. But I will tell you, as a guy that wants to be in the best shape of his life, I've got a trainer that tells me all the time, no, you need to do this this way. You need to improve here how you're doing that. Just by having your hands here instead of here, you're actually robbing that muscle group of about 50% of the impact the exercise could make. Mm -hmm. And so goals should be achieved. And goals that could be achieved more quickly should be achieved more quickly mm -hmm. because why wait for a year to get done what you could get done in two months? Mm -hmm. You know, why spend 40 years doing loans when you could get rich in 10 years by following mm -hmm. the principles? Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you guys do the math right now. If you closed 5,000 loans, close to six, 5,952 to be exact, how much would you make? And if you did that in 10 years, would you have options? I had an option. I had an option to not work anymore and go start a company to teach people how to do that. And I feel grateful for that. And we're still on it, which proves hope these principles don't change. Yes, exactly. So I closed my first loan in November of 1980. And the principles <laughs> then are the principles today. But nobody has written about the principles. One of the reasons why the ebook got produced. And, and you know, thank you so much for that. And I th it, it is... As I said in the beginning, it is a game changer for anybody who wants to, who hasn't already downloaded the ebook, please, please do yourself a favor, download the ebook, embrace it and 
in, implemented into your business. If it's something Todd, that we are working with all of our coaching members on right now. So we're, what we're doing is we're dissecting one principle at a time. We're asking these questions. We're, you know, we're implementing those, those things that we can, we can change, improve. Everything can be improved on that premise that everything can be improved. So I do encourage everyone to actually do not only download the ebook, but call one of our coach consultants. They have a free coaching call. We'd love to, we'd love to have that conversation with you. Well, it's, it, yeah, it's super amazing when you think about what Hope just said. You know, the, the coaching faculty is organized around these five principles because the five principles are what changes your, whether you're an LO, a producing manager, a real estate broker, you know, whatever, it changes your life experience. Mm -hmm. And I think what is super important about um, downloading this is I, I firmly believe that everything you would ever use in, a, in an attempt to be more successful is hinged at one point or more to each or one of the five principles. And I want to, I want to make a point here. So principle number two is success can only be built on failure. So principle number one is everything can be improved. Principle number two is success can only be built on failure. Do you see how those two principles are like symbiotic to each yes. other? If, if something can be improved, then I got to do something I'm not yet doing. Whenever I do something I'm not yet doing, I do increase the risk of not doing that thing well. And so when we have the, the, uh, the, uh, the understanding, the identity that the principle number one involves risk, principle number one involves change, principle number one involves best practices, principle number one involves observation, it involves tracking, okay? And I'm going to go try something new to be better at it. I better embrace the idea that something new may not go beautifully. It may not work out like I kind of wanted. And so there's a really cool relationship between everything can be improved and my thirst and my appetite for risk only to prove how I do the thing right. And I wrote down before we got on today, I said, I wrote down how you do something is important. Yes. How I land an airplane is important. Yes. You know, how you make a call on a real, a real estate agent is important. And how you do one thing is usually how you do everything. And so this ebook asks you to rise above. This ebook says there's five things you need to master. And if you master the five things, your life and business will be different than you have ever dreamed possible. And I say that with a ton of confidence. Now here's where it gets really exciting. And I'll just, I'll, I'll throw this out hope and then you can. Thank you. Thank you. But listen, download this book. And I think I won't, I won't, I never intend to criticize anything, anybody, but I guess if I ask the question, how many of you feel you haven't done as good a job in the last six months connecting with your referral partners as you should have. And probably every hand is going to go up, right? So here's what I would do if I were you. I would download the ebook. I'd read it. I would send the toddduncan.com forward slash coaching link to all 10 of your realtors, five of your realtors, 15 of your realtors. You know what I would do? I'd meet every week for five weeks on each of the five principles. And I'd sit down oh, and say, okay, so based on this principle, Mr. Realtor, you know, what can we do differently here? How can we collaborate to change the way we do this? What, where does your business feel like it's a little bit off kilter? Imagine 
the value creation that you would have as a mortgage professional if you brought this gift to your key referral partners, whether they're agents or, or wealth managers, it doesn't matter. But imagine the value. And here's what's happening right now. Lenders still don't have their eye on the purchase business like they need to have it with regard to referral partnerships. Within about two or three months, there's not going to be as much time for you to be unique because everybody that's doing loans is going to realize they've got to get back to purchase. Right now is the time for you to go hunt and track down the best agents in your marketplace. And um, we just finished some research on um, what percentage of borrowers who fund a purchase are using a lender that a realtor refers, and it's 56%. So at least one out of every two deals that happens in America is being referred by real estate agents, even though homes are being found faster digitally, there's still lender referral that is actuating that. And man, I just think if you want to talk about everything can be improved, you know, as well as I do hope is every partnership that most people think they have with realtors and with business partners could be better. Yes. Period. Yeah. I agree with you, Todd. And it is, I I will tell you um, emphatically that it is top of mind with, with our coaching members, with our top producers and people there, they are saying, you know, they're really dialing in. What can we improve? What time can we improve? How can we systemize this and still deliver the experience? How can we do this? And it's been, and it's, it's the topic of the conversation these past months to make sure that um, we're maybe we're better prepared and maybe a little bit more strategic about the business that we're going to be doing this year. Well, and and to do that, to do that, the smartest thing that anybody can do is answer the question, how am I being held accountable in the positive best way, which is you have a coach. And Mm -hmm. if we stay on the flight example and being a pilot, just because I can fly a plane doesn't mean I don't have a coach. I go up at least once a month with a CFI, which is a certified flight instructor, to make sure that I'm doing everything right. You never want to stop being coached because the purpose of a coach is to give you reflective feedback to help you energize and improve how you do the thing, whatever the thing is. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a coach, then you can't as rapidly, predictably and forcefully achieve a new behavior, which causes the everything can be improved. Yeah. To go up in your favor. Yeah. It's absolutely true. And I think that when we get, when we get thank yous, it was the biggest thank you is thank you for keeping my eye on the ball. Thank you for you know, make, making sure that I'm staying in the guardrails and staying focused. Okay. Um, and they do the work, but I think that that's one of the biggest things that we do in coaching is helping everybody kind of stay focused on moving that needle. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. The world yeah. turns and uh, every second matters. Yeah. Well, Todd, thank you so much. I've been so much looking forward to this to this morning and this session. And I hope you'll come back maybe next month and do it uh, principal yeah. number two. Let's do it. Let's do it. And uh, guys, download this ebook. It's free, 25 pages. It's your playbook for the year. You will not go wrong uh, implementing each of the five ideas. And the greatest gift of value creation you can give to any of your business partners is get them to download the book as too. Great. Thank you, Todd.